This week on Together for Salem. You know, things are okay, but it's just all there is. I thought there'd be more to life. We, we all want more meaning, more purpose. Like if we're honest, we want more meaning and purpose in our lives. And, and to find that, we think we need to be more than what we are, or at least be more than others. Ready. Okay. Welcome so. to Together for Salem. For Salem. That's right. Monica. Aaron. Hola. Welcome. Bienvenidos. Welcome to our stoop. Yeah. It's pretty nice out here. I don't know where or when you are, but right here, right now, it's 62 and sunny. So it's not bad. It's not bad. That's yeah. right. Uh, this week on Together for Salem, we're going to be exploring the topic of uh, more than versus less than. Mm-hmm. So John's going to cover. Uh, he's going to cover the kingdom of God again. If you've missed part one, it's on YouTube. You can check it out. Yep. Uh, but this week he's going to cover um, just this funny human tendency we have. More than, less than. Yeah. Trying well, to be more than. I'm trying to be more than. I make you less than. Mm-hmm. Well, he's going to explain it. He'll explain it well. Yeah. yeah. And then we'll come back on the other side. We're going to talk about our giveaways. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about how you can connect. That's right. With us and with each other. Um, how you can give back to Salem. Yeah into people in Salem. So be sure to stick around after the message. Yes. After what John has to say. For all the stuffs. All the stuff. Yeah. That's right. So enjoy part two of There's More. So we all want more to life. And often, or at least sometimes, we ask, is, is this all there is? We look around and say, you know, things are okay, but is this all there is? I thought there'd be more to life. We, we all want more meaning, more purpose. Like if we're honest, we want more meaning and purpose in our lives. And, and to find that, we think we need to be more than what we are, or at least be more than others, right? And so we are on this quest to find more respect, maybe more success, more authority, or more freedom, whether that's from from the government or maybe more freedom from your parents. But let me ask you this. What happens when all of us, the entire human race, are all trying to be more than the other person? We're all trying to be just a little bit more than to find more meaning and purpose. What happens is fights, right? Conflict. See, much of our conflict comes from our desire to be more than. Because when we want to be more than, that means we have to make others less than. In order to be more than that or them, they need to be less than me. And it plays out in a ton of different ways. Like think of, of school back in middle school or high school and those popularity fights and the person trying to be popular and maybe you're not or maybe you are, but you, you fight to get that popularity influence. Or at work, right? You, you kind of have those coworkers that you, you fight with for influence with the boss and maybe fight for the, uh, the promotion or just more influence around the, the workplace. Or marriages, for example. We fight in our marriages because sometimes we want the upper hand. 
We don't want to feel like we're being walked on or unappreciated. We, we want what we want and we have this desire to act on what we individually think is right. And it, that leads to brokenness. A lot of people have quit marriages because they want more than this. Look at our, our society, our, our country right now. The, the different political sides that are so polarized right now because they want to be more than the other. They want to have more influence than the other. That's how, how wars start, where we want power to shape the world the way we want it, and we need more than the other country. It even happens in churches where people fight for influence and, and authority because they want, they want more say in guiding the organization the way we th they think it should go. But Jesus invites us to something better. He invites us to something even more. Jesus called it the, the kingdom of God. And it's this call to join a revolution that is completely counter to the way the world operates, it's totally different from what the world fights for. And this kingdom of God, this revolution is completely counterintuitive. It's opposite of human nature and, and our need to be more than. See, what's important to most of the world is considered nothing in the kingdom of God and vice versa, as we'll see in, in this series. But we are all invited to have a leading role in this revolution, in this revolution that continues to change millions of lives. And when we join this revolution, this kingdom of God, we begin to find that there's, there actually is something more than, more than, something more than the world offers. And we find what we've always been looking for. We find what we've always meant to be. And we find, and this, this might surprise you, we find that in the kingdom of God, less than is more powerful than more than. And this idea to be, this desire to be more than, it's, it's nothing new. We've seen it throughout human history. And in fact, Jesus' closest followers, his, his disciples, wanted to be more than also. In fact, we have like recorded fights of them arguing about who is the greatest. And how do we know that they argued about who was the greatest? <laughs> because they told us. They wrote it down in what we call the Gospels, the eyewitness accounts of Jesus' life. And that's why, I personally, I believe that the Gospels really are eyewitnesses, eyewitness accounts. Because who would fake an account to gain influence, right? No, they just wrote this so they could be leaders of some sort or whatever. Who would write a fake account and show themselves in such a, a negative light? Nobody would actually do that unless it actually happened. And so one day... The disciples are, are fighting about who's going to be the greatest. And instead of just fighting among themselves, they either they get the guts or they're dumb enough to actually ask Jesus himself who's the greatest among them. And so Jesus puts them in their place. And really in this, this passage we're going to read, he gives one of the most revolutionary descriptions of greatness. One of the most revolutionary descriptions of being more. And one of the disciples recorded it for us. His name's Matthew. And he writes down what actually happened that day. And here's, here's what he wrote. About that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And kingdom of heaven, kingdom of God, interchangeable ideas there. And what the disciples were asking, what they thought the kingdom of heaven would be, what they thought the kingdom of God would be, was this political golden age 
for Israel, where the, the Messiah would come and, and kick Rome out, and his followers would then start this whole new society of uh, God ruling, and they would get to rule the world and, and be heroes, right? And they would get, because they were Jesus' closest followers, they were like going to be the in guys. They were going to help rule this kingdom, and so they were going to get more authority, they're probably going to get land from this king. Their families were set for generations. They were going to be heroes to their people because they were part of kicking Rome out of Israel. And so they're comparing their status in this small group of future leaders to each other. And they're saying, am I more than them? Who's, who's the most in this? Which kind of makes sense, right? These guys had given their lives to this idea. They had left everything to follow Jesus and, and this, what they thought, political revolution. If you think about it, it's kind of how we would all think. I mean, we might not actually say it out loud like these guys do, but we naturally view our lives through a comparison of hierarchy and rank. You think about it, you look at the people around you and say, well, I'm more than them, or I'm better, at least I'm better than them. Right? We see our lives through this comparison of hierarchy and rank. And it might be subconscious, but like that question of, of marriage, who wears the pants in the marriage, who has the upper hand, or the idea of, are you the assistant regional manager or are you the assistant to the regional manager? What is your rank? Are you more than or are you less than? And so Jesus probably rolls his eyes, takes a deep breath, and Jesus called a little child to him and put the ch child among them. Then he said, I tell you the truth. And when Jesus says, I tell you the truth, he's saying like, hey, listen to this. Unless you turn from your sins and become like little children, you will never get into the kingdom of heaven. So anyone who becomes as humble as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. So Jesus called a little child to him, which, you know, if you read between the lines, it means there's kids all around. There's like kids following him and, and their parents are there and kids seemed to love Jesus, and he loved them, which is just a cool picture of Jesus. And so Jesus says, look, if you want to be great, be like this little child. Turn from your sins, meaning kill that pride in you, that part of you that wants to be more than. Stop fighting for more. Stop being loyal to, to the kingdom of self that we talked about in the last episode. And he says, turn from your sins, stop, kill the pride, and become like little children. What, is, what does that mean? become like a child, become humble like a child. Does that mean that, you know, we need to become innocent and pure and, and not self-seeking and, and gentle and patient? I don't know what kids you've been hanging out with, but that does not describe the kids in my house. See, Jesus isn't talking about any of that little, like, innocent little thing because kids aren't that innocent. They're not uh, selfless, are they? He's not talking about a, a false modesty or some, some inner character trait that just kind of happens to us. Think about it. How is a child, an actual child, humble? It's not by saying, well, I'm, I'm not as good as everyone else. My kids always say they're the best at everything. What does that actually mean, to be humble like a child? He's talking about their actual status. See, kids don't have authority. They don't really have their own rights. In fact, they're under authority. They are dependent. They have the lowest rank in society. They have no social importance or influence whatsoever. And Jesus is saying true greatness comes from choosing to be little, 
comes from allowing yourself to be unimportant in society's eyes. Which, if you think about it, that's the exact opposite of what we think we know about the world, right? We think might makes right. We'd never say it, but we, we know it. We think it. We feel it. Might makes right. We need to influence society so, so things go the right way. In fact, that's the way a lot of church has been since the time of Constantine, where we need to influence society and, and have the power so that we can shape culture to be the right way, which always ends up very poorly for the church. So what Jesus is saying, to turn from who we are to being loyal to, in the kingdom of God, to become like little children, is a radical, revolutionary reorientation of how we view our place in the world and how we relate to others. Basically, it's revolutionary unimportance, being willing to be unimportant, to purposely take the lower place, to purposely place others in the spotlight, not try to hog it all for ourselves. The Apostle Paul phrases it like, outdo each other in showing honor, where we don't fight for our own rights. We don't fight for what we think we individually deserve. In fact, Jesus said it even clearer. He said, whoever wants to be first among you must be the slave of everyone else. And you might be thinking, okay, great. Um, but why would anyone want to do this? Like, I get the idea but honestly, it sounds horrible, right? Who wants to do that? And here's the answer. And this is the main point. Like if you are paying attention to anything in this episode, this is it. We find more by choosing to become less. That's why we do it because we find more by choosing to become less. See, joining Jesus's revolution, entering the kingdom of God means we are free. We are free from having to fight for ourselves. We are free from having, having to live up to anyone's expectations, even our own. We are free from having to be or having to try to be more than. Because we're under God's leadership. We're under God's rule. We're not under our, our own or anyone else's. See, we find more freedom in being less. Because we can rely on God. We don't have to fight for ourselves anymore. See, my kids are free. Think about being a, a carefree kid, right? If, if that was your upbringing. I know not everybody had that carefreeness. But for my kids, they're, they're free because they are dependent on me. They trust and they know that their needs will be taken care of. They don't have to rely on getting their identity from, from anyone else because they know that, that their parents, the ones who know them best, see them for their best. They are free to be them because they are free to be dependent. And so Jesus uses this idea of, he uses the idea of birds, how they, they don't have to worry about what they will eat and, and drink and that type of thing. Saying, don't worry because God takes care of you. If God takes care of birds, surely he'll take, take care of them, even if your name isn't Shirley. So we find more freedom in being less, but we also find more peace in being less. See, when we always fight to be more than, we always fight to be more than them, don't we? Like we talked about at the beginning. And so it feels like we're constantly in competition. 
and that anything good that happens to someone else puts them at risk of becoming more than us. And so we can't celebrate with others when they're celebrating. And we tend to cheer when they fall. Again, look at politics right now. If something bad happens to somebody on the opposing side, everyone cheers about it instead of mourning it or, or trying to help in some way. So we find more peace in being less. We don't have to fight others, be in competition with others. And we also find more purpose in being less. See, when we accept being less, when we choose to be less than, life stops being about more than. See, you are free and empowered to simply love God and love others and then leave all the details of what that really means to your Heavenly Father. Leave all the details of, well, what would happen if I did this and, and loved this person? You don't have to worry about that. You are free to simply love. And so how do we do this? How do we start putting this choosing to be less than into practice? Well, here's, here's my idea for this week. Here's our challenge for this week. First, discover what that means. Read a little bit more of what Jesus says about this idea in Luke 22. Read that once a day or, or three times this week if you want. So discover that. And then ask two questions. Ask yourself, how are you trying to be more than? What is it in your life that you are struggling to be more than? How are, how are you trying to do that in your life? What was hilarious is when I was working on, on writing this and what this, this episode would look like, we got an email for the church. And it was this um, Best of Salem award thing. I say award because really it's a, a money-making scheme. They want you to send them money for your plaque or whatever. But it was, hey, you've, you've won Best of Salem Church. And the idea was just so absurd that there's a best of church. Like there's, there's a church that's more than the other churches. And it just blew, kind of blew my mind that while I'm working on this, this whole idea of, oh, you can be more than others. It's, it's this pride thing in there, right? That we all have. So how are you trying to be more than? And then second question, what would choosing to become less allow you to find? Would, it, would choosing to become less allow you to find more freedom? Freedom from expectations? Freedom from that pressure that you might put on yourself or others put on yourself? Would you be able to find peace of getting out of the frantic rat race of trying to be more than, of stop fighting for the upper hand, of maybe lowering your, your worry and your anxiety? Or would you be able to maybe find purpose that there's a life about more than being more than? There's purpose in being less than. So ask and then act. Pick one person to be less than. Not for the rest of your life. Don't have to be, choose right now to be less than every human you've ever met. But just try it. Pick one person to be less than for five days. That's it. If that sounds too hard, go for three. If that's too hard and a big step, just go for one. But find one person to choose to be less than. And what does that actually look like in your day-to-day -day life? See, the reason we, we have these practices and, and the reason we, we say, hey, let's just try this is because we are invited to so much more than just scratching away to more than. We are invited to join Jesus's revolution. We are invited to experience more than we can imagine by choosing to become less than than. 
we, we planned on. See, true power, true greatness in the kingdom of God comes from this counterintuitive choice to be less than. Imagine this. Imagine being known not for someone who's constantly fighting to be more than others, but being known for being someone who consistently tries to make others more than. Imagine a family where there's no fights about, you got more than me, or I deserve more than that. But all the members of the family were making sure the others get more than them. What about a neighborhood like that, or a community, or a country, or even a world like that? What if we could truly celebrate with those who are celebrating and mourn with those who are mourning because we aren't trying to be more than them, but are free to love them and not worry about how their successes or failures affect us? See, that's the power of choosing to be less than. That is what has changed this world and what we are all invited to join. See, in the kingdom of God, less than is more powerful than we can imagine. So discover this kingdom and then enjoy it and then share it with others because there is more than we can imagine waiting for us in the kingdom of God. Thanks, Tom. That's a challenging challenge. Mm -hmm. More than. Who can I be less than in the next five, for five days? So I'm thinking of a person in my head that I could put above me and put first. Sorry, I just had a bug in my eye. That's okay. It happens when you're outside. The bug goes in my eye first. <laughs> bug first. All right. So I think it was ask, discover. Discover, then ask, Discover then the cheat sheet. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you got it. Yep. It's like you know it. It's like you listened. That's great. And last week, some of us started reading the Sermon on the Mount or Matthew or Mark. Um, so keep up with that stuff and then mm. add those Luke verses in if you're willing to take the challenge. That's right. But that's it's good, good stuff. stuff. That was part two of There's More. There's a couple more parts coming up. And if you missed part one, you can always go back and watch it. Mm. Um, thank you to those of you who are watching on YouTube, uh, subscribing on the podcast. Maybe you're watching on Facebook. Uh, but we appreciate the fact that you're checking this out. Uh, considering um, some of the things that John is um, putting out there for you, you can let us know you're watching yeah. if I fill out the welcome form. Uh, that's a great way for you to say hello to us, for us mm -hmm. to say hello back to you. We'll send you a free e-gift card. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can ask for prayer. You can um, ask for a Bible uh, or just ask a question. Lots to do on that form. But Tons. it's a great way for you to connect with us because it's hard, you know, we got the screen thing going on. Yeah. So. Take it the next step and send that welcome form in. Um, another great next step, mm -hmm. if I may. You may I continue? Okay. May away. Is uh, our in-person, our next in-person yes. gathering, which will be outdoors on April 25th. And you can RSVP using the website, uh, but you can bring your chairs, pop your chairs out there. There's gonna be live music. Um, we'll all be there. Mm -hmm. um, come say hi, come meet us. Well, not Commodore, but we'll be there. Maybe we'll bring Commodore. Mm. Nah. No. He's too wild. Look at him. Uh, so come check out that in-person service. Uh, we'd love to say hi to you and meet you if you're in the Salem, Kaiser, Mid-Valley area. Yeah, if Turner. Not, thanks for watching. West Salem. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Like and subscribe so you can uh, get notified of next uh, updates and content, part three and other various things we put on our social medias. That's right. Um, but now it's giveaway time. 
we love giving stuff away. That's right. So this last week we put out on social media, um, we are promoting, telling you about a great Salem uh, business, which is iWings, it's mm -hmm. a chicken wing spot, but they have all kinds of other things. Um, build your own mac and cheese, drinks, they're out over by Divine Distillers, out by the airport, and the $25 gift certificate winner, no strings attached, is... <laughs> Elaine P. Wow. Elaine P entered on Facebook this Oh, it's week. a Facebook entry. Yeah, so wow. congratulations. Elaine, you guys can also enter using email. If you're uh -huh. not on social media and you're just watching on YouTube, that's great. You can comment sit, on YouTube. Um, just make sure to check back to see if you're the winner. Uh, but please enter those giveaways. They're a great, great way to just be for Salem, uh, for local businesses um, and things like that. That's right. Do you want to talk about this week's giveaway? <clears throat> yeah, I have uh, bad news for you because I'm moving into Sweet Smith <laughs> in downtown Salem because they have all kinds of amazing desserty things. You're just gonna move in. Just gonna move in there and just eat the stuff. I, I mean, they have gluten-free options. I wonder how they'll they feel about options. that. They vegan options. Pretty sure they'd be okay with it. Okay. For, you know, a few hours a day at least. Where are you um, going? He's out. Taking off. <laughs> um, but that is our giveaway this week. Yep. So you can enter on, Monica mentioned all of the vehicles already, mm -hmm. the Socha's Meads. Mm -hmm. You can send us an email. Um, any way that you can think of to be like, yeah, I'd love some dessert. Yeah, they yeah. have uh, flourless, gluten-free, keto, you said all that. Well, I didn't say keto, thank you. Oh, okay, yeah. well, it's the same thing. I mean, basically, I like was if, watching if you want a treat. Listening to you. <laughs> if you want a treat, they have it. Yeah, they're next yeah. to Amadeus, did you say that? No, so okay. it's on, like I believe their address is Liberty. Yeah, they're connected. Downtown, but oh man, that's such a great spot. Um, so we, sh we wish you the best. Even if you don't win, you can go down there and pre-sample. That's what my plan is to do. I mean, obviously, we only have one winner per week. We've been doing this for like 55 weeks. But, but if you go down there and you eat, some of these spots. if you eat the dessert down there, you will be a winner yeah. also. That's right. Plus, it's yeah. just fun. So it's fun to check out places in Salem. Totes. Mm -hmm. yeah. that's, that's, right. what, that's what we say. That's what we say. Yeah. Great. I think that's pretty much it, right? I think that is it. Um, one last thing I'm going to say, speaking yes. of Salem and being uh, oh, for Salem, being for Salem April, yeah. is uh, our For Salem challenge this week is... Um, Donating clothes, donating clothes, um, hygiene kits, um, and shoes okay. for Church at the Park. Uh, Church at the Park is a ministry, it's a nonprofit here in Salem, and it's a collaboration of a bunch of churches actually, um, but they help our unsheltered neighbors here in Salem and give them uh, things like clothing. Mm -hmm. So that's one way for us to be for our neighbor. Uh, so we are collecting those at one, a one-time collection, one-spot collection at our, um, our outdoor service on April 25th. So start gathering, you can start sorting. These are pants, these are shirts. Um, that'd be really helpful if you wanna buy those things you can, or you can find uh, good quality things um, to donate. Um, He's very distracting. He is, focus. <clears throat> uh, so gather those things and bring them to our outdoor service. If you have any questions or concerns about like, oh, I'm not gonna be able to make it, and I wanna get you these items, um, shoot us an email, info at yourcrosscreek.com. You can also go over to the clothing page on the website and send us that information uh, via great. the form. So there's yeah. there's really no reason not to do something, but hygiene kits are cool. Yeah. Hygiene kits are great because it's, you put a bunch of, there's a list of stuff on the website um, and you put them in the Ziploc bag and they can just hand them out to people mm -hmm. and it's a really great way to take care of some basic needs and to be for your neighbor. That's right. So, or you can just donate to Church at the Park directly. Yes, yeah. that would also be a great idea. They will know how to spend that money mm -hmm. to yep. help people out. Yep. And actually, um, 
Speaking of donations, yes. Uh, Cross Creek's also a nonprofit. We oh, do we also accept donations. So if you'd like to donate to Cross Creek, you've been watching these episodes, so you want to keep a good thing going, <coughs> you can do that. Um, and we give 10% of what we receive mm -hmm. out to places like Church of the we, Yeah, we've given to them yeah. before. We so, will again. Last thing, kids content online for your kids. Mm -hmm. Videos are new every week. And I think that's it. That is, except these questions. These questions are going to roll through the screen for you to talk about uh, with your friend or your family or whoever you're watching this with or maybe your connect group. Mm -hmm. So sign up for a connect group, but use these questions to further process and challenge yourself. Do you want to go get our dog? He's kind of just hanging out in the driveway. Mm -hmm. All right. Have a good weekend. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Bye. See you next week. Come on. <coughs> Come here. Come here, pup. I own the cattle on a thousand hills. I know every bird on the mountains and all the animals of the field are mine. Make thankfulness your sacrifice to God and keep the vows you made to the Most High. Something is pretty good. Yeah. We should do a series on it.